Hello and welcome to the Blockade Runner podcast number 198. My name is John and joining me today is Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Hey, good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Um, We are uh, on the eve of Disney Plus Day. And by the eve, I mean it's like five or six days away. Um, But uh, as far as my planning for the podcast goes and stuff, I've I've kind of had that on the horizon here in my mind for uh, a few weeks knowing it was going to be a a big deal. So I'm, I've been looking forward to that. Um, I kind of expected to see a book of Boba Fett trailer on Disney plus day. And then earlier this week, they just like dropped one on us. Um, so we were, um, always going to record this weekend, but, um, it's, it's like a little pre-show for Disney plus day. I feel like, or I hope anyways, um, I'm hoping that this is like the, uh, the the kind of uh first first shot fired i guess you'd say and then uh, we're gonna get some more exciting stuff next weekend for disney plus day yeah Um, and john i know disney plus day is you know a really important (laughs) cultural institution um Mm -hmm. for us you know it's something we take very seriously um is but remind me is this the first disney plus day well, or did they have one of these already? And the second question is: Is this how is this is different than like the in they usually announce things at like the investor thing, right? Isn't that how they done it before, or were those Disney Plus days? <laughs> I believe this is the second Disney Plus day because it's on the okay. second anniversary of the launch of Disney Plus, and I believe that mm. that like presentation thing that um, occurred last year with. Uh, I don't remember. I should have gone back and looked up all the details. I don't remember all the details, but I, I, I remember like watching on my phone, there was like this lengthy presentation. And then on Twitter, everybody was like, the Star Wars stuff is on now. The Star Wars stuff is on now. And they, there was like Kathleen Kennedy, you know, like announcing a bunch of stuff. That's like when we found out about like 10 different shows, like Rangers of the right. Republic. And I believe that was Disney Plus Day. And it... okay. I doubt it will look the same this year as it did last year, but I believe it's the same general idea. Um, I don't know how they're broadcasting it. Um, These are things I should know considering I opened this episode by being like, Mm -hmm. Oh dude, I've been thinking about Disney plus day. I'm so looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I am, but um, you know, I figure I'll figure it out uh, as, as it approaches. I think they may be showing it on Disney plus. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Although Disney Plus doesn't really do like live content. Um, I I don't know what's happening, Uh but uh, I'm hoping we're going to find out some stuff about some of the shows that they announced last year and and some concrete um, information on on uh, what next year is going to look like on Disney Plus for Star Wars. So I'm I'm excited for it, uh, even though I don't totally know what it is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. we don't need to get bogged down in the in the details as long as we are, you know, staying true to the 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 true meaning behind the, the true, holiday, the true spirit of the holiday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that's what's most important. I do think so. Um, I think next week, we which can is watching like, TV, yeah, <laughs> is the spirit. Yeah, I mean, next week we can spend like a good forty minutes of of the opening of the show discussing how we watched it, you know, how we mm-hmm. found out about it, um, all that kind of stuff, like the nitty gritty. Um, but this week we're going to do a quicker show and mm. just talk about the book of Boba Fett trailer and then uh, the rumor mill um, mm-hmm. and what it is uh, milling out as far as uh, more Star Wars movies are concerned. Okay, so Disney Plus Day 
is you you researched it. <laughs> they're going no, no. Um, they're just they're just going to be talking about stuff that shows up on Disney Plus, right? They wouldn't be. They're not going to like talk about the movies and stuff, right? Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I, I wouldn't think they'd talk about the movies. Um, although I guess you know they're not completely disconnected, especially since. In 2020, a bunch of movies like debuted day and date on Disney Plus. Uh, they won't yeah. be doing that next year. They won't be doing that next year. But um, obviously, those movies eventually will come to Disney Plus. So, yeah, I don't think they'll talk about movies. I don't think we'll get a, an update on like Rogue Squadron or anything, you know, which we're going to talk about in the yeah. in the second part of the show. But yeah, probably just the shows. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I I was like thinking like oh for sure you're going to be you know filling me in on all the details I should have known about Disney Plus Day, but. No, sorry. Um, no. Okay. I, I'm just sticking with the spirit of it, not the facts. Okay. Well, I just did a little Google search and I'm not, mm. I didn't actually find a lot of information. Um, but uh, there is a headline story here from What's on Disney Plus, which is a website, I guess. And uh, the headline is Disney Plus Day NFTs Revealed. So I think we've got, you know, some good stuff. Off to, to a great start. To. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Here's a description of Disney Plus Day. Um, <laughs> it's a global celebration that will come to life across mm. all dimensions of the company. The company is um, uh, capitalized. It's a proper noun, I guess. Subscribers to Disney Plus will be treated to new content releases across the service's iconic brands. Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic, and Star in international markets. Along with a special presentation on Disney Plus for fans with sneak peeks into what's to come. Um, and uh, they're also going to expand into some Asia Pacific markets on that day as well. Um, so yeah, it, it looks like um, they're going to be showing some new footage or some new making some announcements, showing some stuff. Um, but they've already announced that like, as far as content coming to Disney plus um, there is the Boba Fett series, right? What's that called? Um, a special celebrating the origins and legacy of Star Wars legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett. Oh yeah, so that'll yeah. that'll be out next Friday on Disney Plus Day. And okay. there's a bunch of other stuff from different um, Disney franchises and uh, and things like that. So um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So there will be a new piece of Star Wars content on Disney Plus Day in that Boba Fett special. But also, there's going to be this. A uh, special presentation. It says here, I'm looking, this is the Walt Disney Company.com press release, uh, press release, and it says that um, it, it's a special presentation on Disney Plus for fans with sneak peeks into what's to come. Hmm. So that sounds kind of like the thing that they did last year, right? With, uh, you know, making announcements and things like that. I don't know how long it'll be or what it's going to look like, but um, I'm definitely going to be firing up Disney Plus next Friday and, uh, I actually have the day off of work, so that's pretty sweet. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, coincidentally. Um, hmm. I have the day off, yeah. Well, because so, it's a national holiday. I well, mean, Thursdays. we all do, because we work in... No, well, my kids are off Thursday, because actually, like, the day is Thursday. Pl- pl- plus day eve. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so... <laughs> I'm allowing you to step in this joke, Ryan. I'm not I'm not okay. really touching it, but um, okay. you're the one making this... Uh, joke hey um but yeah my kids are off thursday um some people are off thursday to recognize uh the actual holiday there um Mm -hmm. but uh our our school district is observing on friday so yeah i have disney plus day off 
and um, huh. it should be fun. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've been making a lot of goofs and everything, but uh, seriously, though, um, <laughs> I did do some research and the details on the first Disney Plus Day NFT release have been mm-hmm. revealed. Oh. Um, w- it will actually be released on November 7th. Um, oh, and okay. the the Simpsons Simpsons blind box. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh will be priced at 60 gems and there will be 12,333 <laughs> NFTs of Homer and Bart and 6,333 <laughs> NFTs of the skateboard. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, just in case you're you're listening and you're like, who are these goofballs? They didn't do any research yeah, no. on this. <laughs> uh, yeah, which I mean, I think it's good that these NFTs are coming out now because it's like the perfect disney plus day gift to you know a, a, a loved one like the the tech bro in your family well plus they're non-fungible as hell you know what i mean oh, so I, <laughs> I i don't even uh, remember fungible assets at yeah. this point i'm just full on M- nfts yeah yeah right 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 so the hottest non-fungible asset of the week is the book of boba fett trailer so mm. <laughs> let's let's talk about the trailer ryan um hey do you want to just share your initial reaction to the trailer and then we can talk about a few moments um within uh yeah share mine first <laughs> why don't you go first um i think it looks uh okay I watched it once and then I didn't watch it again for a few days, which is not what I normally do with Star Wars trailers. So, um, I mean, I, yeah, I, it didn't make me any more excited for the book of Boba Fett, really, I will say, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, kind of fungible as far as trailers go. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, it, I wouldn't call it the most, uh, <laughs> non fungible, <laughs> um, trailer, uh, but it, yeah, I don't know. It didn't super excite me for the show. But, um, of course I'm still like looking forward to it. I, I hope that, um, you know, it's, um, this is just a small hint of, uh, the promise, uh, held within the book of Boba Fett, but as it stands, it just seems like a sort of, um, kind of, um, on ex- not super compelling, um, premise for a show so far. So I think mm. that was my initial reaction. I may have drawn a comparison or two to uh, Xena warrior princess, or, um, what was the show? The Kevin Sorbo show that, that Hercules, um, Hercules, right. Of course, yeah. um, kind of got vibes like that too, which those are Sam Raimi produced. I think they're probably kind of funny and good, but, um, I don't know. It just looked really because it's crazy because I'm sure the DP is probably the same one as the book of Bo- or I mean, as a Mandalorian. And, you know, like it's got a budget. It looks it doesn't look that different than the Mandalorian. But something about watching all this footage just feels like very. I don't know. Um, not that cool. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It just it gave me some Xena, Xena vibes, not really the good Xena vibes. And um mm. It just felt like a TV, much more of a TV show, I suppose, than like the Mandalorian um, feels. Uh, I think it's just a goofy trailer or not a goofy trailer, but I think it's just like a, a I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm hoping that the show when I watch it will be really exciting and fun. And I will look back at this trailer and be like, oh, yeah, that didn't sell this show. The show is so much more than in this trailer, you know, let's on. Mm. Um, but as of now, it just is not 
really lighting my world on fire. How about you? Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was going to say I thought that trailer put the fun in fungible. <laughs> uh, personally, I was I was. Uh, yeah, I, I invested wow, so a I, lot. Of, I, really... I had a lot of gems invested in that one as well. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, no, actually kind of same, same vibes. I think, uh, I think, I mean, we were both kind of skeptical, um, about this show kind of going into it, um, which like, you know, didn't, wasn't the most exciting Star Wars project. Um, but I mean, you know, again, there's always like, yeah, that's how I felt about The Mandalorian when it was initially revealed. And I didn't think I'd like it. And then I ended up really liking it. So, you know, just give things a chance and maybe you'll enjoy them. Um, but yeah, uh, I think there's a few factors here. I think I definitely agree with you. It did seem uh, pretty, pretty uh I don't know if low budget is the right word because it's not, um, <laughs> but a little unpolished. Um, maybe there needed to be like an extra pass on the effects or something or like a filter put on it or something. But it looked like it It kind of looked like 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 fan filmy in a way. Um, it was just like, you know, super, super HD, um, just kind of, kind of sterile. Um, I, yeah, I don't really know. I, like you were saying Xena, like I was thinking like, um, you know, Stargate or like Mm -hmm. Babylon 5 or, Mm -hmm. um, but I think really, really to me, it kind of looked like a fan film and I think, you know, uh, Boba Fett is a fan film uh, mainstay (laughs) character. Um, So that was kind of the vibe. And that's not like a diss. It's just like there were many, you know, one of the things that were was talked about with um, Mandalorian. And I think it's it's kind of hard to say because I never actually watched an episode of Mandalorian in a movie theater. Um, but you know, people are like, Hey, this looks as good as the movies, um, or almost as good as the movies. And I definitely didn't feel that, uh, watching the book of Boba Fett trailer. Um, but that's also like, that's not really like a deal breaker. Um, you know, I, I loved, uh, the show Battlestar Galactica. And that was a show that was like very stretched um with its with its budget and sometimes things didn't look good but like i was still super invested in that show because um you know the uh like the the story was so good and the characters were so good and i think that's kind of more what's missing here um I, I, you know, I sent a, a picture of this to you, but I saw some website dis- describe the Book of Boba Fett trailer as like, hey, this show looks like the Godfather in space. And, you know, that's kind of like the thing I want the least out of Star Wars. <laughs> um, you know, that that elevator pitch uh, would doesn't really sell me. Um, and that is kind of really all this 
trailer was really implying and like, yeah, maybe there's going to be more to it and it's going to, you know, pull in other stuff from the galaxy or there's going to be like, you know, like a huge twist at the end of the first episode that, you know, completely um, kind of, you know, is like a paradigm shift and like, we're like, oh, I thought this show was going to be this, but it's actually this, Um, like, like the Mandalorian was. Um, But then, you know, I think when we look at something, you know, and that could happen, but there's also like a recent precedent with the Bad Batch where they were like, hey, this is what this show's going to be. And I was like, eh, I don't know if that's super interesting. And then that ended up being what the show was. Like it was yeah. exactly what it said on the tin. Um, and, you know, I was always kind of like waiting for that, you know, that that thing to happen that's like, oh, wow, this has shifted it into, you know, a totally different space. But it kind of, you know, was what they initially advertised it as. And so I don't know how this show is going to shake out. Like I'm going to watch it like when it, uh, when it comes out, but it's not, I don't feel terribly excited for it. And, you know, kind of like you, I watched the trailer when it came out and I didn't watch it again until today, like 20 minutes before we recorded. And, um, and I kind of just felt the same way about it after watching it again. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I hope that uh, I, ho- I hope that this trailer is like mostly like first episode stuff, you know. And the whole crime syndicate thing is. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be central throughout the story, um, throughout the show. But like, hopefully, it is more of a, you know, a setup kind of thing for a larger story and and not that I needed to be super epic and like, you know, large story or whatever, but yeah, mm-hmm. just him sitting on a throne and, you know, like doing gangster stuff there on Tatooine just is, I mean, could be cool, but yeah, it is not an exciting pitch to me personally, mm-hmm. um, as you say. And, uh, yeah, man, I think it's like, I, I it's got to look pretty much the same as the Mandalorian. So I think like, both of us looking at it and thinking like this feels like a TV show. I don't think, I don't think it's anything to do with the technical aspect of it. I think it's just like the way it feels in terms of like the footage and events we're seeing feel like a TV show. And then that's like translating in our brains to the look of it too. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I mean, I, I'm not knowledgeable enough to know for sure, but that's like the hunch I have is that like, you know, um, cinematically it it probably looks really similar um but uh our brains are maybe giving some extra credit to mandalorian because of the the story being told and and in the scenarios playing out and then you know in this trailer maybe we're just in terms of the look being uh kind of the opposite you know what i mean taking some points away um but not really based on anything technical that's that's my hunch I definitely had the same feeling for sure, you know? Mm. Um, so, all right. So, um, we're not going to like do a frame by frame on this trailer because I don't think, uh, we're the people to do that, um, based on the conversation we just had, (laughs) but I do want to talk about a few, a few moments, um, from it for sure, at least. Um, and, uh, it does open up with a robotic spider with some kind of like, uh, globe of goo on its face. 
So that's cool. I like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I maybe wouldn't have asked for like a, um, you know, Boba Fett crime show, but I, I, if you would have said like, Hey, do you want like a spider with a globe full of goo, a robot spider, mm-hmm. I, you know, that I would have said yes to. Um, so yeah. Um, then I would say that one of the like kind of cool or smart things about the trailer is the, um, different ways the the helmet is used. Um, and I'm sure that, you know, there'll be some, some pretty cool, uh, you know, um, helmet porn, you know, shots in, in, in the show, um, throughout the show. Um, <laughs> they have to, they have to be able to sell the 18 different, uh, black series ones that are coming out this month. That's true. Although I'm not sure they're having trouble selling those, but yeah, um, no, you're right about that. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, I mean, from there, it kind of like gets into this conversation that plays over the trailer, um, with, uh, you know, Boba Fett saying, I'm not a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's like sort of this conversation is, is kind of what, um, uh, ties the trailer together and lays out the fact that like, Hey, Boba Fett used to work for Jabba the Hutt. Now he's sitting on the throne of Jabba the Hutt. Um, and then Boba's sort of making the pitch to, I think people who used to work for Jabba that like, Hey, I'm going to be a different kind of ruler, you know? And as far as the argument, the trailer is making, I feel like that's the that's the premise they're putting forth is like this, it's going to be a crime syndicate, but it's going to be Boba Fett style. You know, it's going to be like a different thing. So, um, that is the, that's the hook of the show, I guess. Uh, it's uh, it's, it's not, it's not your Jabba's criminal underground. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Boba Fett intends to rule with respect. He says, so, Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense. They're like anti-heroes, him and him and Fennec Shand. Yeah. Um, so that, that makes sense, man. I just paused on a shot of a Trandoshan and it doesn't look that good. Um, but probably in motion, it looks better. Some effects may not be final either. The makeup looks great. I think that was a CG, uh, Trandoshan, but, uh, yeah. Um, there's Tuscan Raiders. There's a lot of good Fennec Shand. There's, I think the show is going to have a lot of great aliens. If you're somebody who's like pretty big into, uh, to aliens, yeah. Ryan, I, I haven't watched, uh, like too much of the Star Trek TV stuff, but there's this guy here who definitely looks like a Star Trek sort of, uh, fellow. Mm. Um, do you have the trailer up? I do not No. Oh no. Okay. Uh. We're, we're only talking about it right now, but it's cool, man. Um, he is green and he looks pretty hokey TV alien. Um, but, uh, I should probably know what species he is. Okay. The highlight of the trailer though, the very best part of the trailer mm-hmm. is at the, um, one minute and 15 second mark or so. I love that. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Of course. Yeah. The, the trailer spilling the, or the, <laughs> the helmet spilling the coins out in the oh, sand okay. there. Yeah. What were you talking about? Oh, I don't know. Uh, what, what, what were you? <laughs> Oh, I was just—I was. Making, you're just mocking me for the fact that you're not even bothering to watch the trailer as we're right. It. Yeah. Okay. Well, you should be because there's a, a fantastic shot in which Boba Fett's helmet spills out and rolls along the ground, echoing the shot from Attack of the Clones, in which Jango Fett is decapitated by oh. Mace Windu. So it's totally a callback to that shot. It's filmed the same way. It rolls over, but then like credits spill out of the helmet. 
um, because it's not anybody being decapitated. I think he was just holding the helmet as he is oftentimes in the trailer, holding the helmet so that you know it's Boba Fett, but also you get to see the performance from... um, Him. Yeah, Tamora Morrison. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it makes makes me think that helmet, like, isn't super comfy. Um, (laughs) Because he, he, like, mostly has it off um, during this trailer. Um, yeah, I mean, that shot's cool. I think, uh, you know, the, the alien dinner party is, is pretty cool. Um, it's, you know, uh, it's like the, the aliens playing cards scene in solo. Like it's Mm. just, you know, aliens doing stuff that's not, you know, like, you know, I, I think like aliens sitting down is pretty cool. And this, uh, you know, you think of like the best moments in star Wars. It's like the cantina in a new hope, like tons of aliens just like sitting and, uh, that, that part in solo. And like here, I think, you know, they're really, you know, it's, it's like poetry rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. Although it does give me more like star Trek vibes though, because like, I, as you're mentioning those scenes, like the sequels, mm-hmm. for instance, have tons of great, like rubber aliens or whatever, mm-hmm. but they rarely like carry on full conversations with people. I feel like, you know what I mean? Um, so for instance, like in that scene in solo, they're all doing, you know, mainly like funny alien things or, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like a table of like what seven or eight, you know, characters who are all sitting around conversing, having a conversation um, and they're all aliens, which is great, but mm-hmm. it, I don't know. It does have a little hokier feel to it, which is funny to say, cause those other aliens we're talking or I'm talking about are actually way hokier, but because they don't like, they don't act as like, you know, sort of primary dialogue driven characters, you don't, mm-hmm. it's, it's a different, you know, kind of impact than watching the hokey, you know, uh, character versus the hokey background alien you know what i mean hmm. yeah yeah i mean that is a very like trek thing like diplomacy with you know dudes in rubber suits yeah. um yeah yeah i mean I'm, I'm not saying i hate it or anything it's just it's, yeah. it, it it feels a little feels a little different feels a little weird um and uh we'll see how it all plays out i mean that that's not really gonna be a problem for me but um you know, even if the whole show is like dudes in rubber masks, um, having conversations, it'll be fine, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it does feel a little different. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think there's kind of like, uh, two sort of, I don't know, mysteries to this series, like just what we know about it so far. And Mm -hmm. I'm trying to decide if like, I actually care if they address them or not. (laughs) So let me, let me run by the two mysteries for you. Um, So the first one, how Boba Fett survived. Like, Mm. do you think we're going to get flashback sequences? Like how he got out of the Sarlacc pit, um, stuff like that. And do you care? Uh, I don't care. Yeah, I do care. Um, Not a lot, but I, I care like in the sense that I think they should address it and Mm -hmm. it would be good to learn more about it. Um, I don't care as in like, you know, they, they better do that or else it's going to suck, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and also I care, I, I, I would be fine with a flashback, I suppose, but I think we talked about this maybe even on just the last episode. Um, I, I think I like flashbacks to be used sparingly and, um, Mm -hmm. 
you know, in a way that's necessary and uh, not to be like peppered throughout the whole show. Like maybe if you need to do the flashback sequence, like just open the series with there it is. This is how we got out. And, you know, Mm -hmm. or at one in one episode, like go to that flashback. But I kind of hate it when they're constantly um, returning to flashbacks of that kind of stuff. So I hope it's not that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't even know they're going to try to recreate a scene from return of the Jedi. I don't know. Um, and like show that sequence again, or mm-hmm. are they going to just kind of open up on the, the maw of the Sarlacc and him jetting out of it or, you know what I mean? Who knows what they're going to mm-hmm. do if they do anything, but, uh, very much depends on how they, how they handle it, I guess, like how I'll feel about it. But, uh, I don't need it. I don't need it, but I, I, I'm not opposed to it either. Yeah, um, I'm I'm with you. I think uh, cold open flashbacks are the best way to do flashbacks. Um, yeah. I think the the Lord of the Rings films do those amazingly. Um, I I think like those are those as soon as I think of like a cold open flashback, I think of those films and how um, you know, especially Return of the King, like does it and you're like wait what's going on what this is not where the last movie left off oh cool um kind of thing um so i think that's the way to do it i think i think they kind of like they have to um address it because like yeah i mean it's a it's uh well like what um what modern like YouTubers film YouTubers would say it's, it's a plot hole. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's something that was not explained in, um, Mandalorian, but, and so I think like, you know, just on the basis of that, like, yeah, you probably, you know, should do it. But I think also like, it's such a significant, um, you know, debate within the fandom that's been happening for, you know, like 40 years that um yeah like people have been talking about this forever like since you know since return of the jedi released there were like people talking about like do you think boba fett actually died and then like you know it it was addressed in the in the eu but you know it wasn't satisfying to everyone and people were still debating it and like you know the that story kind of like changed a little bit here and there um and then like you know in this uh kind of new canon it like hasn't been um talked about and uh so i think like people are going to be expecting it so it's gonna happen one way or another but i mean i don't it's not like super compelling to me like I mean, mm-hmm. he probably he he probably just like crawls out, um, mm-hmm. or maybe they'll make it like some like super convoluted thing, like like how Darth Maul survived, <laughs> and it will be like ridiculous. And uh, and I just I hope they don't spend too much time on it. Like I don't I don't need there to be like a you know sub story about like him you know coming out and having amnesia and like a bunch of like other stuff happening. Like, yeah, I, I really don't need that. 
I got to say, though, my list of things I need from the show, at least that I know that I need from the show, is very small. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. it, might, it might not exist. Like, I don't know. Like, what do I need from the show about Boba Fett? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, not even to rip on Boba Like, I'm not trying to be like, oh, Boba Fett sucks, like, or who cares about him? Like, he's cool, you know? But I just, especially this point in his life or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's some interesting stories about Boba Fett, like younger Boba Fett and the Clone Wars and things like that. And, you know, um, he's, he's certainly a character that's worth engaging with or exploring. Dave would probably be yelling at me right now um, if, you know, for saying this, because like he would have like a really insightful uh, analysis of, of, you know, how like Boba Fett's, you know, journey is reflective of like the clone experience. And, you know, I'm sure there's, Mm -hmm. there's, I think that there's uh, a lot that they will hopefully do and can do, but like, I just don't have the vision for it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm not sure what I need from a Boba Fett show. Uh, and you know, like even at the end of Mandalorian season two, when it like cut to that, um, teaser of him sitting on the throne or whatever, I was like, Oh, okay. I mean, that's cool. Um, but it just doesn't, I don't know. And I almost feel like, I guess if I do need something, I feel like I kind of need it to connect back to Mandalorian, uh, the show, um, Mm -hmm. and be like a little offshoot, but like have it really kind of matter to that show in some way or, do something for that show because just like mm-hmm. following Boba Fett's journey as crime Lord on Tatooine for however many episodes it's going to be in itself. I'm not sure. And you know, I hate it when people, I, I don't know. I kind of hate it when people say like, we don't, we don't need that. We didn't need that solo movie or whatever. It's like, yeah, I guess. But you know, if it's fun and you enjoy it, then who cares if you quote unquote needed it or not, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do that, but also <laughs> I just, you just kind of, that that just uh, ignited something in me when you were like, oh, well, I don't know if I need it. It's like, yeah, actually, that's like how I feel about this whole show, really, you know. But in a, in a genuinely, like, I'm just not sure how to feel kind of way. Because, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what I need or really even want from it, you know. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure what I was, like, wanting to see in the trailer. But I just, I know that, like, the the premise thus far is just not really, you know, super exciting to me. Yeah, and I think like going back to when um, you know, Boba Fett first showed up in Mandalorian and, you know, the he's back um thing, like when that when that finally happened, um like I kind of just expected him to eventually, you know, go back to being a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Um which is, you know, kind of whatever. Um but then, you know, they, I think having him show up at Jabba's palace, you know, killing Bib Fortuna and then like taking the throne. I think that was something I wasn't expecting. Um, and I think is ultimately more interesting um, than just like going back to like, Hey, I got a job for you. Okay. Boba Fett will do it. Uh, you know, just bounty hunter stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also think the, there's kind of like a a piece missing, which I guess is what the show will explore is like the, the why, like why did Boba Fett, you know, care enough to go back to Jabba's palace and kind of, you know, um, take it over. 
and like why did he want to do that mm-hmm. um just like you know living out his twilight years um you know uh that that was what are you what he's just gonna do um so i think that will be something that kind of maybe needs to be explored um not just like what he does but like why is he doing it um Hmm. i feel like that i don't know and like they in the um war of the bounty hunters comic like Mm -hmm. i think they do kind of play up um his um you know him getting kind of like screwed over by jabba and like you know having you know a bit of a grudge against jabba but in like so that you know is maybe enough reason but um you know i i kind of feel like that didn't really need to be stated because like i doubt like you know any of them really like each other so um yeah i just uh i don't know Hmm. yeah 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 we'll see um i i I thought the coolest part of the trailer or like the uh the most interesting part of the trailer was the end of uh the trailer because you know fennec shand is like oh well you know would would you ever speak to you know java with that insolence he'd feed you to his creatures or whatever menagerie yeah yeah i like I was that. trying to avoid yeah um and uh both heads like please speak freely um and you know at first we were kind of laughing about it because you're we like oh yeah that's the boba fett we've always wanted to see the very reasonable guy who's like you know please uh you know i won't i won't get mad at you just go ahead and say whatever you want like i don't know <laughs> just, it's not very threatening it's not very you know but then the more you know i watched the trailer a few more times and and i i feel like the tone of his voice is like yeah, go ahead and, you know, back yourself into a corner, go ahead and like dig your hole even deeper and, you know, see what's going to happen, play around and see what happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's mm-hmm. actually the, that's actually the tone of the, the comment from Boba Fett. Yeah. So it's a little more intriguing. Fett around and find out. <laughs> yeah. Fett around and find out. That's right. Okay. There's the, there's the uh, episode title. I love it. Woo. Um, I don't love the font. Uh, I feel like the font is very like, I don't know. Um, I think it's one that's been around in Star Wars and for Boba Fett specifically, but I'm just looking at the logo, you know, even the logo feels a little TV show, you know, or a little like, it's kind of a Kmart logo, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of the Bad Batch logo. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. This show is not going to be as good as the Bad Batch though. I'm pretty sure of that no comment (laughs) (laughs) all right uh any other thoughts on um boba uh no okay all right let's move on to our other story then i'm sorry i'm sorry to our listeners who are like um tuning in hoping to hear us be excited about the book of boba fett but um we're just doing this now so that when we watch the debut episode then we can be like whoa that was so much better than we thought so you know stay tuned yeah, I mean, we'll always be open-minded and respectful mm. of Star Wars, but we would be lying if we said we loved everything. <laughs> like, that's true. I, I think, I mean, some people do love everything Star Wars, and that's awesome. I love that for you. Um, but 
I think there's enough Star Wars stuff out now, and it's all so different that I, I, I don't even see how that's possible. <laughs> yeah, to love all of it. Yeah, and a lot of people like love the Star Wars stuff that they love, and then they like deeply hate the Star Wars stuff that they don't like. And right, uh, you know, I don't think that's going to be us or me either. Like, I think I'm sure I'll enjoy it at least a little bit, but it's just like uh, I wish I could be like oh my god this is the next like thing that i'm gonna love in star wars and so far it doesn't feel like that but you know we'll wait and see all right let's talk about what uh, could be the next thing that we love in star wars eh, i don't know about either of these things either but we'll find (laughs) out um so there's a story on star wars news net that um i guess is sourced from a, a site called or a poster called big screen leaks um let's click on that and see what it is uh but yeah there's 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 a rumor here. Um, well, it's a Twitter account. Um, Verified. I did a little. I did a little digging, okay. and they have been correct on some things recently. Um, some, uh, some. I think some Spider-Man stuff, and then mm. they also correctly uh, predicted the when that the Boba Fett trailer was imminent. Um, oh. at the end of October, they tweeted that it was coming like real soon and before Disney plus day. So just the, I, I did a very quick search okay. and I was like, okay, yes, so some of these things are correct. So well, cool. That's <laughs> yeah. good. That's cool. Um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Cause otherwise I, this story seems maybe not far fetched, but, um, not, you know, immediately super believable anyways, like. It's the kind of story that I read and think, yeah, maybe there's a world in which this is what happens. But uh, the story in question is that um, Disney is prepping a an Old Republic film or a film tied to the Old Republic anyway uh, for 2023. The the date currently held by um, Patty Jenkins's Rogue Squadron movie. Um, so you know this uh this this account uh claims that it will shoot next year and that it's not Tyka's film not Feige's film and it's not Rogue Squadron um and so it's you know rumored to be this old republic movie um or something uh, old republic related and uh there's not really much more information about that in the in the article too much although the the writer here on uh star wars newsnet um grant davis um brings up the fact that there was some rumor um about uh i don't know how to pronounce this person's name leda uh Caligridis, who worked on shutter island and uh, alita battle angel um working on an old republic era movie um and so that was like, yeah, a story from a couple of years ago that has not really kind of like popped up much since then. Um, but this writer for Star Wars Newsnet suggests that perhaps that has been happening all along or that's been like kind of in the pipeline or in the works all along and they just never talked about it. Um, so, you know, that would make sense in terms of if they really are going to shoot a movie that we know nothing about like next year. Mm-hmm. Um it would be good if they've actually been working on it <laughs> um, all along and it's not something they're just like throwing together real quickly. So, um, 
So that's part of it. And then the other part of it is that um, Rogue Squadron is, you know, still happening, still being worked on, um, but that they're kind of taking time to get the script right. Um, it's had a major rewrite or it's going through major rewrites. Um, and that Petty Jenkins is also, uh, Jenkins is also busy with um, uh, the third Wonder Woman movie and even a Wonder Woman spinoff um, that she's producing. So uh, we we've known that she's busy, right? Like mm-hmm. that she's got a lot going on. So, um, yeah. So I guess it's, it's kind of two two rumors here. Rogue Squadron mm-hmm. is being delayed, and we still get a new Star Wars movie in twenty twenty three. It's just not that one. So, um, yeah. What do you think about all this, Ryan? Um, I think I okay. First, the Rogue Squadron stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, since the original announcement, I would say my hype for that movie, uh, which was mostly like surprise and like, oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, uh, it's it's cooled a lot. Um, and I think, you know, I think that's going could be a cool movie um but i think of this like gap you know since rise of skywalker and like the idea of going back and seeing a star wars movie in the theater and that experience and i don't think rogue squadron is is the one mm. for that like i think it or the would return be, yeah i th- i think it would be really hard for me to be super excited for that movie in the same way you know i'm excited about um you know kind of like the the skywalker saga like the the little bit of everything Star Wars movies. And, mm. um, and so I think Rogue Squadron would probably be a movie that felt more like a, um, Rogue One, a solo, you know, those, the, the stories, um, kind of movie. And those, I think, feel, I mean, there's only been two of them. <laughs> um, and then, whatever but um those those feel like something to kind of put between the big movies like the big you know little bit of everything star wars movies um that are kind of you know what's quintessentially star wars um and i think you know regardless of how you know you've you feel about each individual movie in the Star Wars saga. I think they are every single movie is ambitious. It tells a lot of different kinds of stories, a lot of like genre hopping. And that's, I think what makes up a Star Wars movie since a new hope. And I feel like all nine movies have that, um, you know, some pull things off better than others, etc. But um, I think my, you know, in in the stories movies, they like focus on like one specific kind of corner of Star Wars. Um, you know, Rogue One was a little bit, 
you know, was primarily like a, a war movie. Um, Solo was, you know, kind of like an, an underground, a, you know, uh, an underground underworld slash, you know, just one character story, um, kind of like small, small stakes, I guess. Um, and I think Rogue Squadron will be similar, um, in, in that way. And so that brings me to the idea of this old Republic film taking the place. And I think anytime we talk about old Republic stuff, um, I think that is, you know, when I hear those words, that's where, you know, I, I start thinking grains of salt, uh, because I think old Republic is like the, you know, for a very specific corner of the star Wars fandom, it's the like, Oh, they should just do Old Republic. Oh, why why don't they just do Old Republic? Yeah, like the yeah, Old Republic's yeah. the coolest. Just do Old Republic. And so it's it's always kind of in like that corner of the Star Wars fandom. But I think there's you know, there's been developments lately that make me th- you know, that are like, okay, well, uh, you know, Disney definitely has old republic top of mind um you know with the remake of the original game and um the you know hd version of the of the original game coming to switch uh this month actually um you know they this is something that is top of mind um and what i think is great about old republic and why i would be excited to see an old republic movie in the theater right now is because it is a little bit of everything star wars story it's you know it's jedi and sith it's um like all that stuff but there's also you know there's there's space combat there's you know, criminal underworld. Like, it's not just focused on one thing. It is like an epic story. And I think, you know, if we're still just kind of like treading water until we get to like what's next in the in the galaxy, like post-sequel trilogy, like you you can't really do another big epic within the constraints of the timeline where we're in right now. And I think Old Republic is an opportunity to do like a big Jedi Sith story um, without, you know, stepping on the toes of anything that's like happening or where we left off. Um, But my the one thing that makes me think like an older public film would be weird and kind of confusing right now is like we've talked about before, like the high we're right in the middle of the high Republic. And I think that's where, that's where it comes off weird to me. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. um, I can see that. I think, uh, you know, to me, it kind of depends on, the high Republic component of it kind of depends on if they actually see any 
um, potential or interest in moving that from just publishing into other things like video games and, you know, sub TV shows, whatever. Um, if they don't plan on doing that and they, they just want to keep it in publishing, uh, at least for, you know, the time being, then I could see them doing old Republic still just because like, I think that is like the old Republic is something that is like pretty mainstream in terms of like star wars fans just you know the game was really popular right so like a lot of people mm-hmm. know it um and i think high republic is obviously you know doing really well like it the, the comic was like crazy sold out when it came, when it was mm-hmm. first released and you know the books are selling well and stuff but at the same time you know i just i'm not sure that uh that just kind of average movie going you know kind of general star wars fan even really knows much about what's happening with that so mm-hmm. you know i think if it's going to stay in publishing it wouldn't be much of a conflict but if they're going to launch a new tv show or if they're going to launch high republic video games and stuff then i think maybe it it would make less sense to do this now but also like if if there is a chance that they've been working on it for years like you know it's something that's kind of been in development and we kind of feel like some of us anyways or, or some people kind of feel like the Benioff and Weiss thing was probably Old Republic which you know if that was the case then like yeah they have been maybe planning on doing something High Republic for quite a while now um, Old Republic I'm sorry oh, not High yeah. Republic Old Republic I probably messed that up <laughs> this like is every gonna happen 5,000 times <laughs> yeah especially if yeah if it all if goes through but yeah. yeah right 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 but um but no, like if Benioff and Weiss were doing a an Old Republic project and then, you know, that didn't happen. But this other um, writer, uh, Lita, um, sorry, what's her name? Um, Leda Caligridis. Caligridis yeah. Uh, anyway, if, if, if they've been working on a, uh, an Old Republic movie, too, then, you know, like the the concern is still there regarding having that, you know, going on at the same time as the High Republic. But the plausibility is less impacted by it, you know, because it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's an issue we have to get around or deal with, but this is something we've been working on and planning on doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, um, cause us just hearing about the story now, it feels like, Oh, they just decided to make an old Repu- Republic movie. That's a weird choice with the high Republic happening, but you know, it may be that they've been planning on this for a long time, sort of the same way that the book of Boba Fett is like, man, why are they doing a Boba Fett show? But also they've probably been planning in some form since like 2012 on doing <laughs> a full on Boba Fett project, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a little, it's a little more logical when you think about it that way. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there was, I'm trying to think back when that, um, Kathy Kennedy interview was where she, she mentioned they were having conversations about, Oh Yeah. Um, Old Republic. Um, I can just look it up real quick. Yeah, you find it, and then I'll splice it into the show. 2019. Okay. Um, is when Kathy Kennedy confirmed that Lucasfilm was working on developing Old Republic content. Yeah. And I wonder if it was... Like, I, I think there are things that seem plausible about this. I think if, uh, you know, if they had, if this was in development and, um, happening, like it, it could make sense that they didn't announce it last year because they were 
announcing the High Republic stuff. And I think there could have been a conflict there if they had like announced, you know, the old Republic film right around the time, uh, like, and, and the video game remake too, if they had announced those like right about the time that High Republic was like launching, that could have maybe been a little bit of brand confusion. But I think, you know, um, what what we're seeing is the, I think the the range in the fandom for High Republic is kind of strictly in the, you know, the the kind of like hardcore um yeah. star wars fans and i it you know uh i mean i wouldn't say it's like not mainstream because all these books are sitting there at target like i was in target the other day and they had you know paper paperback and hardcover copies of light of the jedi on display and you know and they had like a bunch of the other books too like these are mainstream accessible um but i don't it doesn't seem like they're really breaking out of that and there aren't really plans to well yeah that's a that's the thing right it's like it's like a um is it not breaking out of that because it's not breaking out of that or is it like uh, I guess like one of the ways it would break out of that is if they if they gambled on a big high budget video game to go along with it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or if they gambled on putting the money into a Disney Plus series and that would give it the opportunity to kind of break out of that, but it's hard to believe that it could break out of that kind of niche without the investment from and I'm not I this sounds critical like I'm criticizing them for not doing it, like not at all. That's not what I mean, but it's just there's probably a ceiling on the level of cultural impact it can make you know what i mean um Mm -hmm. when they keep it in the one realm of publishing you know what i mean yeah because shadows of the empire isn't shadows of the empire without dash render on the n64 you know what i mean it just wouldn't have been Mm -hmm. the same thing you know what i mean without the applause brand prince (laughs) shizor like plastic toys you know what i mean it's not quite the same without the micro machines yeah, 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 yeah. But that that way, you know, had they just released the book and comic and never done all that other stuff and Shadows didn't become a big deal, I wouldn't be like, oh, well, people just didn't have an appetite for Shadows. It's, yeah, you it know what I mean? It's been like, of, like New Jedi Order or something that was yeah. just focused in publishing. And like, yeah, there were like statues and like a couple of figures that came out. But, you know, and I still hope and it did High Republic figures. At That'd least. be awesome. Yeah. But. But yeah. something like New Jedi Order probably did about as well as you can do when you're just a book series, you know, mm-hmm. or when you're a book series only, which so that's not like a slight at all. No. Um, and same thing with High Republic. But uh, I think it's it's one of those things where it's like it, it may have the potential to to be like a big mainstream hit, but like it's only ever going to happen if, you know, the 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 company behind it like sees it that way and 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 gives it the push, you know. Hey, this happens in wrestling, Ryan. There's all kinds of uh, performers that we that we uh, watch, and we're like, "Oh, they they could be a huge star," mm-hmm. but you know, like unless you, there's only so many minutes on TV, and uh, any company, federation, promoter, whatever is going to decide who it is that they're they're going to push and who they're not, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, there will always be uh, 
un- performers untapped who po- yeah. potential. Yeah, right. There will right. always be your, you know, Mustafa Ali's, your ricochets, mm. where you're like, why, mm-hmm. why, why aren't they the biggest people in this company? And yeah, uh, I, that's that's tough. And I think, yeah, it does. I think, I think High Republic has, I think it's exceeded their expectations in some mm. ways, and I think it's exceeded fans expectations. Um, and I think the fans who have been with high Republic so far are going to stay with high Republic. Like I, I think, you know, like, like you and me and, um, you know, people on Twitter that we know and stuff like we're, we're in for the long haul. Like, yeah. Um, I want to see how this... Although I'm behind. <laughs> well, yeah, I am too. And there's going to be, you know, I'm just kind of accepting at this point that I'm pro- probably, it was ambitious to be like, I'm going to read every single one of these books. I'm probably not uh, in in all reality. Um, but I am going to, you know, keep up on the comics, which I have been, and, um, you know, at least read the main books. Um, even if I don't read every, you know, middle grade book and watch every episode of the high Republic show and like that stuff and listen to all the audio dramas and stuff like that's probably not going to happen, um, for the next, like, you know, consistently for the next five years. Um, it could, but just looking at where I'm at now and how far behind I've already fallen. Um, it's like, yeah, I'm going to keep with the main story and, you know, see that through because I'm, I'm into it but I probably won't be doing like everything within it. But I think like most people will at least be there. They'll read the adult novels, um, maybe check out the comics, but even that, like, I don't think like, I mean, the, the comics were a big thing when they launched, which is kind of typical of star Wars comics. They, you know, the, the first issue sells out and then the second issue sells out and then people kind of drop off, uh, you know, and it's the, the sales kind of stabilize from there. Um, you know, the, the, the original Marvel star Wars number one from the, the new Canon relaunch was like the first million selling comic book in like a decade. And like, you know, we're we're on the the second relaunch of that book, and uh, it ain't selling a million copies every sure, issue. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, but I do. I mean, Old Republic is just one of those things that just really resonated with, like, the mainstream Star Wars universe, and you know, like. Like I was at a a comic con last weekend um, here in Denver, and I saw multiple cosplayers dressed up like Revan, like, and that's you know, I didn't see that much Star Wars cosplay there, but I saw I saw like two Revans, so, um, and you know they still like, you know those are those are black series figures that just keep getting re-released and you know they make the the black series sabers that keep coming out and you know 
the the games keep coming out and getting a huge PS5 exclusive remake, uh, which is a, a, a really big deal. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe maybe Old Republic makes sense. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, so, OK, so we think it could happen. Um, I think you're excited, right? Like if it is a, an Old Republic um you know, project, you said that would be more epic. It would be something that feels more appropriate for Star Wars, this big return to the theater. Um, I don't have the same kind of connection to uh, Old Republic that you do, but I do mm-hmm. think it would be really exciting, especially like a, a kind of a, a reboot or not even reboot, but just like a a, a, a fresh or a kind of new, um, uh, you know, telling of it or, uh, yeah, just like, I mean, it's, it would be a new thing, right? There's never been a, an old Republic movie. It would be for audiences. Definitely that many of whom don't know the old Republic It would also obviously have to like satisfy all the people that do dress up in rev and cosplay and, or, you know, love a game and all that too. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would be super excited for it as well. Uh, even without that kind of like investment in, uh, in old Republic. So I don't know. I don't know if I think it's like, I mean, I certainly think it's plausible. Um, Sometimes we hear these Star Wars rumors and I'm like, oh yeah, that's for sure happening. And sometimes I hear them and I think like, there's no way, you know what I mean? Like, this is just one of those things that uh, some YouTubers putting out there and, you know, people at work stop me and tell me about, and I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) One of those rumors, um, this is like in the middle where I'm like, I could see it, but also it could totally be, you know, um, uh, uh, um, an accident, you know, or like a miss misheard somebody misheard something or whatever. So yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, yeah, and like Knights of the Old Republic is like the ultimate in like fanboy wish fulfillment. Like outside of Boba Fett, <laughs> and well, where uh, we sure are getting a Boba Fett TV show. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, maybe. Um, we'll learn more about this on Disney plus day, uh, next week. I don't think so, but, uh, hopefully we we will learn, um, some surprises. Uh, you you know, we will be getting on dis, uh, D P D E Disney plus day Eve, uh, November 11th Knights of the old Republic launches on Nintendo switch. Oh, wow. 15 bucks for a really good, RPG that I don't know how well it's aged, but uh, it's uh, it is a game I loved dearly uh, when it originally came out, and it's got some cool mechanics and a pretty awesome story. So uh, I'm I'm excited about that. I didn't realize it was so soon, and I think I need to start figuring out my uh, my free time situation for how I'm going to jump into this. Yeah. 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 Um, well, yeah, that's, that is, uh, something to think about for me playing that on Mm. switch. Uh, yeah. Maybe when there's a lull in, uh, in my gaming schedule, I'll, I'll put that in there. Or maybe if, uh, you know, D P D E is followed by, uh, an announcement of a old Republic project on D P D then I'll be like, okay, let's do it got to do it you know what i mean maybe it's being released uh, that day for a reason it would be (sighs) synergistic exactly oh my goodness i don't actually think that so i do i'm not trying to uh no (laughs) no. (laughs) but uh, But it would be cool yeah if they're they're doing 
if they're doing that, like even the people who made the old Republic don't know they're doing it. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. I don't, they, they probably didn't tell Aspire who's publishing the, the remake, like put it out on this day, you know, although they could have, I guess they could they? have like just been like, put it out on this day for reasons. You don't know what they are, but you know, this would be the day you should release it. I guess that's possible. <laughs> Super not that likely though, but mm. All right. Um, I have a cat who is like crawling all over me and keeps bumping into the microphone and is telling me it's time to wrap up the show. I think we were there anyway. So we're going to conclude here, but we will be back next week to talk about um, all of the exciting announcements from Disney Plus Day or um, we'll be talking about our DPDD, Mm. Disney, Disney Plus Day disappointment, if it comes to that. So one way or the other. Actually, we might cancel the show if it's just our Disney Plus Day disappointment, but I have uh, I have faith it's going to be a, a fun holiday this year. And uh, yeah. yeah, so we'll be back soon with an episode I to mean, talk about that. I mean, I'll at least I'm I'm buying Knights of the Old Republic on Switch, so I'll at least be able to talk about that okay. <laughs> regardless. Okay, <laughs> so cool. That's something. Hey, I have an Oculus here with two Star Wars games on it that I still have not tried. So maybe I'll do that if uh, a fall else fails. Cool. Yeah. Talk talk some video games. There we go. All right. Cool. Um, Although I think our next episode after that's going to be a video game episode. So we'll see. Nerds. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, Well, uh, until we return with our DPD episode. you can find everything we do at blockaderunnerpodcast.com. And if you want to uh, tell us how you celebrate the holiday, um, mm. DPD, then you could uh, reach out to us, blockaderunnerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can uh, follow the show on Twitter at Blockade Run. Message us there. That would be cool too. Ryan, you are on Twitter at Biamalay, V A Y A M A L A Y. All right, cool. So thanks again for listening. And we'll be back soon with another episode of the Blockade Runner Podcast. We are all the Old Republic.